Hey y'all. Hey. Who? Who? <laughs> so what's up? Um, we're back with another episode. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It's Kenzie. And I'm Austin. And this is And, <laughs> and they, they were, were roommates. roommates. We have it on lock. Uh-huh, we're good. Mm. Um so today we thought we would do a highly anticipated episode uh well requested topic um the topic of anxiety mm-hmm. uh and just mental health in general um something we both struggle with and yeah. work on on the daily so and i think it's uh, it's more of an open conversation nowadays than when we were younger dealing with it um which is so awesome and i feel like everyone should be able to talk about their struggles freely and be open about it yeah i mean there's like nothing to be ashamed of yeah at all um yeah i guess we should just jump in by talking about like how or when did you first start experiencing anxiety well i so as most of you know i grew up on a reality show and it was very huge. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to think about. Um, but I definitely had some struggles during the show and during filming just because I was I was incredibly anxious, but I had no idea what it meant. Like I I would have panic attacks and I would shake a lot and it was just it was not as bad as it was after I got off the show, but No one really told me what it was. So after I got off the show, I went to therapy when I was 12 or 13, I think it was. And they were like, oh, you a thousand percent have anxiety. Um, And I knew that I had something wrong with me because I started to disassociate a lot, which was like really weird for me because I hate being not in control of my body no matter what the circumstances like I it's just a it's a weird it's a weird feeling you just it's an out-of-body experience that I feel like you only understand if you've disassociated um but I remember the first time I had a really really bad panic attack where I was like oh I know something's wrong with me (laughs) um I was driving in the car and my mom's old best friend well still best friend at the time but still best friend now sorry um Mm. but at the time she would drive me to all my sessions and stuff and because my mom had two kids and we would both be doing something um so she would drive me to my sessions and I remember coming back home and it was like late and I lived in Silver Lake and I think it was like a really long drive and I was sitting in the front seat and I just snapped out of my body really really quick like it was just like you know when you feel that like anxiety wave come it it honestly it feels like a wave like throughout your entire body and I just fully felt like high like I I just felt like I was not meant I was not there physically and I just remember like freaking out I was shaking I was sobbing I was also like nonverbal. like I I couldn't speak like it was just such a weird feeling for me and that's when that all started and still continues (laughs) yeah yeah but it's wild being on the other side of understanding what it is Mm -hmm. 
Because, like, when you don't understand it and you're young and no one's really, like, <clears throat> talking about it, like, people say they're anxious about things and then, like, you're like, wait, but I thought I had anxiety. So then you start to think, like, wait, is something, like, really fucked up with yeah. me? Because this is not what I'm relating to other people or hearing from other people. A thousand percent. And I would try to talk about it with like my friends or even my family at the time. Cause like, like I said, it wasn't like an open conversation like it is now. So it was like really hard for me to like go to my mom and be like, Hey, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on with me. And it would always just result to me like thinking I'm dying obviously. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was, it was really tricky cause no one understood what I was going through because it sounded so severe and I think people thought I was being dramatic most of the time but it it seriously is like the scariest not the scariest but it's a scary feeling when you don't know I mean it's what it is for me now it's not scary because I know what it is but like when you don't know like when you haven't come to the conclusion like oh yeah I might just like have anxiety like when you have no label to put on it you just feel like out of con- like out of control you yeah. feel like insane something's really wrong with yeah. you yeah yeah it's horrible i remember being young and like i literally well i had like i wouldn't say i was like an anxious child but like i always grew up really self-conscious after the age of like mainly once i started being in like middle school honestly um I just felt so different than so many kids and so like I think I had slight anxiety social anxiety and like fear of judgment but I really dealt with like disassociation and panic attacks after like one time I was driving in the car to move to LA and I was with my dad and we're like two hours three hours into the drive and I was so excited I was like I'm about to go live out my dreams like this is amazing and I originally wanted to be an actor. So that was like my plan. Um, so I was so happy. And then all of a sudden, like that nervous anxiety, excitement anxiety started morphing into like dread and like fear. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and I'd never really like expressed this as a kid, you know, like. I mean, in society, it wasn't really, like, a thing to be, like, why are you anxious? Why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, work through it. So, all of a sudden, I was, like, Dad, I feel sick. Like, I need – can we pull over? Like, I wanted so badly to be, like, can we go home? Like, I want to go home. But I was, like, afraid because, like, they were doing so much for me, you know? Um, So, we pulled over. I, like, threw up for <laughs> a while in this, like, diner – in the middle of nowhere and then we got in the car and I was like I want to go home like this isn't right like something's wrong and he was like okay so we like drove all the way back home and then after that is when it was like the dark night of the soul I don't know if you've heard that expression but it's like when you like have something sort of traumatic happen and then like you go into this sort of like gloomy like really depressing disassociating like state yeah and getting out of it's really not easy it's possible 
mm-hmm. <laughs> if anyone's in it it's possible because i never knew if i would but i did um but that's when i first started having them yeah it was pretty gnarly they would come out of nowhere it, that's that's the weirdest part about it because you can't really control it yeah like you just never know when it's gonna come it's just like oh hey i'm here or like did you ever have that feeling where like things would be good for a sec but it was more normal to feel disassociated than normal yeah so when things would feel normal it was like weird and you were like mm-hmm. you would get like th- the butterflies because yep. you knew like this wasn't normal mm-hmm. to feel good yeah. and like present yeah that was the weirdest thing to me yeah for sure well i i went through a period where i was just not i was not in my body for months at a time like it was so i get exactly what you're saying it's like i when i would feel normal i'd just be like what like this is just not it is not normal but it but it is you know what i'm saying like it's supposed to be um i'm also a hypochondriac so the two together put together is the worst combo actually (laughs) ever (laughs) Like, are, you're not a hypochondriac, are you? No. no. I think I went through a little phase for, yeah. like, maybe a few months when I was younger, but that's about it. It's real. like, it actually is the one thing that I struggle with the most in my life is just, like, having anxiety and being a hypochondriac. Because when I was younger, <laughs> I laugh, and it's not funny, but it's just, like, going back and... and thinking about it is hilarious to me but like my sister was in this movie and it was called the book of henry if you haven't seen it i'm so sorry but i'm gonna spoil it for you because you won't understand unless i tell you but basically the henry has a brain tumor and you throughout the whole movie he's having symptoms but you don't know what it is and then at the end of the movie he's in the hospital and he passes away i think um and it's that is so triggering for a hypochondriac. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it is. And especially because the symptoms are like you have a headache, you are dizzy, you are, you know, like it was just that kind of thing. And I saw the movie twice before it, the premiere just because my sister was in it so I could see it <laughs> twice. Um, <laughs> she's a movie star. Anyways, <laughs> I saw it twice didn't feel anything about it i was like oh my god favorite movie can't wait to see it again like it's such an amazing movie it's so sweet and she did so amazing in it and um i went to the premiere and i'm sitting with all my friends like there's literally the whole row in the movie theater is me and all my friends and i'm like watching the movie and i have seen it before i know what's coming next i know what's happening and i come to the realization i'm like oh my god I this just makes so much sense to me I have a brain tumor like I have a brain tumor and I remember going up to my mom and I was having a panic attack as well so like I'm convincing myself I have a brain tumor I'm shaking I'm freaking out at this like premiere with like a bunch of people I walk outside I tell my mom I'm like mom I need to go to the hospital like I think I have a brain tumor and she was like Kenzie we just watched the movie like you obviously think that because of the movie and I'm like no 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 no. but those are all my symptoms and she took me to like five different hospitals in that next week 
because I was just like, maybe it'll go away. And then it, it didn't because once I tell myself I have something, I will hyper fixated. I will force, not even force, but like I will start to have those symptoms of like getting dizzy and, and, and I remember at that time, I don't know if you remember, but like I couldn't go on roller coasters because I would pass out on them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because... I think I came into your life a little after this. Maybe. I, yeah, I, like, would go on, go to amusement parks and I would sit out because I was like, I'm going to pass out on this ride because I have a brain tumor. Like, it was, like, it was such a struggle. It was an everyday struggle. It really was. And I would sleep with, like, a humidifier on my face and, like, I was just insane. But, yeah, I went to five different hospitals, got my brain scanned five different times and they told they showed me the scans they were like not literally nothing is wrong with you and I, I remember it was really hard for my mom because she was just sobbing every time because she just felt so bad for me because it was I would I would tell the doctors you're wrong I'd be like you're wrong like yeah you're lying like I know something's wrong and uh yeah so after that it it was just constant anxiety thinking I was gonna die and just like being dizzy and my biggest fear is passing out as well so like the two and two also don't go together like I was just it was just a constant battle and I was just always like even being in a car for too long I would like freak out well yeah wasn't there a moment where you like couldn't drive yeah that was actually more recent I remember that yeah I Sorry, there's so many stories. God. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. And Ivy is like fucking up her bed over oh, here. Yeah, if you hear a dog grunting, <laughs> she's like. She's playing by herself. <laughs> it's so sad. Her bed. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She's in a fist fight. Um, yeah, so I'm sure also a lot of you know I got my nose done. <laughs> and I was i've been so i was so excited to get it done like remember i was like this is oh yeah i'm gonna oh my god this like changes my whole life which it did it really did but i've wanted it ever since i was a kid and i would go to the i went to a lot of doctor's appointments and and things beforehand and i like totally didn't realize like oh i have to be put under for this and like i scared of passing out also scared of going under same thing to me i don't know control yeah it's it's all about just not being in control of my body and i was on the way to the dentist (laughs) and i'm driving in my car and i'm like oh my god i have to go under and my surgery was like three days after or something and i start like freaking out having a panic attack driving in my car and then i pass out in my car while I'm on the freeway and thank God I like snapped out of it. Cause it could have been really bad. I mean, the freeway is like, it's so fucking insane. So insane. It was so insane. Like I, I fully black, like I blacked out and I woke up and my car was still going cause my foot was on the gas. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I was like, Whoa. And I like got off on a, the next exit and I called my mom and my mom is so funny in these situations, like in when I have anxiety, because for Maddie, Maddie and I both have anxiety. Maddie deals with it way differently than I do. Like Maddie wants you to distract her and like, so what are you doing later? Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and I'm the opposite. I'm like, I need someone to talk me through it and be like, oh, you're 
fine. Like everything's fine. Like yeah. take a breather. Like, <clears throat> you know, so I never call my mom anymore. Sorry, mom. I just don't. <laughs> I, after this, I was like, never again. I call Maddie, but, um, uh, yeah, I pull off and I'm calling my mom and I'm like, mom, I just passed out on the freeway. I can't drive to my dentist. It was three minutes away and I couldn't make it. I was like, I can't drive. You have to come pick me up. And she's like, Kenzie, you're fine. Like, so what? Do you want to go do something later? Like, she and I'm does like, do Mom. That. I'm like, fucking listen. Like, she I does do that. But it was, at, it was her trying to like yeah, get yeah, yeah, me to yeah. get over it. And it's so nice. But yeah. that's just not how I deal with it. But then after that, for a month straight, I did not drive. I like. I remember Did this. not drive. I And because I would sit in my car and I'd pass out. <sighs> I would just get in the car and just freak out. So. That was crazy. I've gotten over it though. Like there's some times where I like I mean like feel it. what do you think it all is coming from? Like where do you obviously you think back on your past and it's like reality show, but like what fr- if you want to get into it? Like what from that it what caused all this anxious energy that you now have to like draw from random shit? It's really weird because I honestly don't know. Like, I know a lot of, like, I'm scared of performing. I'm, like, I get panic attacks before I perform. And, like, even when I did the USC, like, dance thing, like, I was staring at a stage and I almost passed out. Like, it's just, I think that's obviously from being, like, on a stage and then, like, being scared I'm going to get killed when I get off the stage, you know? Like, that's what that stems from. But I don't know where the like the other shit comes from like not being in control because I've 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 always been in control I honestly just think it's just a lot of build-up because yeah the first when I first like had really bad panic attacks and anxiety like it was really difficult for me and it was like I just felt so like I felt I don't even know how to explain it. I just felt like not, I was wrong. Like I was just like dumb and like not, I can't fit in anywhere. Like I was just like, I feel too out of the ordinary where I, and so I think just like it getting increasingly worse and worse and worse. It's just like, I think it just, it caused me to just break down and just like passing out was just like my like way to snap out of it. I don't know. Yeah. The way your body was like, okay, well, fuck, yeah. we're at this point now. Like we have to cope somehow. Yeah. I and think so it's, it's just like shutting down. Yeah, yeah. It just wants to shut down. It's like, we're just going to take five. Yeah. <laughs> which is like understandable. Like <laughs> I get it, but like, but it was that bad. It was you know? really, really, really bad. I feel like you, I might be so wrong, but I feel like you know how to cope with anxiety like did it take you a while to like figure out how to deal with it mm-hmm. yeah it did yeah uh-huh. when i was <laughs> younger <laughs> i was like i was first of all just so caught off guard by this being my reality it felt like i was living in a different reality for mm-hmm. like a year when i was younger probably around like 11 or so and um i really didn't think there was a way out but yeah um i was just really caught off guard by it all and i didn't think there was a way out (laughs) i genuinely was like holy shit like i don't know what's going on with me it was so crazy 
Um, but I approached my parents and was like, I need a therapist. And they were like, what? <laughs> they were like, okay. Like, they, they're not like psychologists by any means. They were just like, okay, he's coming to us about that. That's interesting. They obviously knew something was wrong. I think my whole family did because I was like really fucked up for a second mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, um, I was just like really in my own world and they were worried. Um, and so I eventually found a therapist after trying a couple. Um, and I think really the biggest thing I took away from like the things I learned in therapy and then like getting over it now and looking back is like slowing down like we live in such a fast world and we're so used to going fast and it's like the fucking food chain like if we're not going fast during the day like you're gonna fall behind you know like you're not gonna get your homework done or you know, you're not going to make as much money as you need to make for rent, you know, like, or whatever it be. We're so used to being so fast. And even if it's nothing, the whole world is fast. So you kind of have to be. Um, And I think that in mind and being sort of a habit I've adapted as a human, like prevented me from understanding why this anxiety was happening Mm -hmm. and where it was coming from. Um, so I think like a really big thing I learned, uh, was just in the moment, if I had anxiety, doing my best to like take a few breaths and like just slow down for a second and like just kind of find some peace if I can and just like listen to it. And it sounds cliche. Everyone says this, but like, what am I trying to tell myself right now? Like, why am I flaring up all of a sudden? And then, like, once you start to break down the walls and, like, understand it, then the the momentum picks up from there and you start to really figure it out Mm -hmm. after that. You think therapy helped you? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it really all depends on, like, your therapist. But be open-minded because, like, at the beginning I was like, this is fucking weird and I hate this. Like, but as I stuck it out, I think it's important to try and stick it out. Um, For sure. Unless your person's actually raising red flags then it's like (laughs) find someone else right but i think everyone should do therapy no matter the circumstance i just feel like right now i'm not doing therapy but like therapy is worth it it really does help and it's so nice to have like an outside perspective yeah give you not even give you advice but just like hear you out yeah like i of course i talk to you about everything and i talk to my mom and my sister well my sister <laughs> there's some things i can't tell her <laughs> um, that's everyone with their mom yeah no but like just talking to like my mom my sister and you and like my friends like it's so nice but like you know friends are sometimes biased like you gotta yeah. you have to listen to your therapist yeah and and they also know what the fuck they're talking about. yeah it's their job yeah and it's like everyone should try it even if you don't like it like just try it because i'm sure it'll get some shit out of you it's gotten some crazy shit out of me that i never thought i like was dealing with is like you dig up things that like don't even exist in your memory yeah they'll just pop up and you're like holy shit that's where all this comes from yeah i like didn't even think like the 
I did therapy when I was younger, but I never talked about my dad because it was just like something I didn't really think affected me. And then the first time I did therapy, like when I turned 18 with like my newer therapist, I, she was just like, so like, how's your relationship with your dad? And I started sobbing and I was also like, what? Like while I'm crying, I was like confused because I was like, I've never cried about this ever. Like it was just such a wild, how just like that just like completely changed everything for me because even like if someone asked me that probably a few years ago i would would have been like "Eh, we're not that close whatever yeah Yeah. it was so interesting it's so wild Uh it's just like parents are huge i mean even if you have great parents like there's still things everyone's different everyone's imperfect so like there's things that like from childhood like Mm -hmm. there's so many it's very complex but like parents play a huge part for sure um have you discovered any ways to help you cope with anxiety as you've figured it out more (laughs) yeah i think right now i'm honestly the i'm the best i've ever been which is so interesting because i feel like i've gone through quite a lot in this past few months but I feel like I've just learned to cope with it by being okay with it being there. I just feel like when I was younger, I would just like try to avoid it and just act like it was not happening. And I think now I, I'm just like, Hey, it's fine. Like I'm okay. It's okay to like be a bit stressed sometimes and it's okay to like freak out. So this might sound so stupid and like, I'm sure this doesn't help a lot of people, but like I'm a big bath lover. (laughs) Like I just think baths are so it's just like my favorite form of Mm self-care for any occasion. If I'm sick, if I'm tired, if I'm anything. Yeah. And it's cured my anxiety a lot. (laughs) Like when I have freakouts, I just literally hop in a bath, put some Epsom salt in it and light a candle and just like lay there and just like think. Yeah. And I think it's because it's like where I feel the most like, alone yeah. i guess huh. yeah because i feel like i always just i feel like i'm never alone like ever mm. and so it's just nice to like have that time even like going on a drive is like and just going and sitting somewhere and just like taking time to yourself and just like being okay with having anxiety is yeah. just like a nice thing for me I it's don't know. so healing yeah that's definitely something i did a lot and I bonded with one of my really good friends in Oregon over this. It's just like going for a drive out somewhere away from people mm-hmm. and just kind of putting on whatever music fits the vibe. Yeah. And just like thinking and being okay with the present moment. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like healing. Yeah yeah the the last time i like had really bad anxiety but it was like in a different way that i've never experienced it which you were obviously around for all of it but like i recently went through a breakup (laughs) 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 weird right that's weird that's really weird i recently went through a breakup i was dating someone for a really 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 long time the longest i've ever dated someone thank you (laughs) and it it ended uh, 
pretty okay. Yeah, I think it ended good. Yeah, it, it ended it ended okay, but and I mentally was fine because, you know, I've been through this a bunch of times mm-hmm. and like whatever it happens. Um and that's life. You just have to move on. But my body was like not well. Like it was like oh, yeah. my brain was fine. Like I wasn't like I was of course sad. You're mm-hmm. going to be sad, but I was not like sobbing in my bed every day and like i was still i was going out i was doing things i was distracting myself so interesting and my body was like not registering what was going on i've never felt that in my life like i crazy i was throwing i was throwing up so much like i just it and that was a different i know a lot of people one when they go through a breakup that they experience that but also like when people have anxiety sometimes their coping mechanism is throwing up Mm. And I've never, I've never had that. And that was the first time where I've had that. And it was wow. very interesting. So like, interesting. it was just like, remember, we'd just be like walking around and I'd be like, Austin, like I am going to throw up. Like it, it was like nauseous. Yeah. It wasn't like, I need to go like throw up. Like I want to. It no, was like, it was like, I'm going to, th- I'm going to puke. Like right I'm going to puke on the floor right now yeah. if I don't go to a bathroom. Like yeah. it was, but it was just so strange because it was like. I was fine Mm -hmm. and my anxiety I was I was really anxious like that remember I was like uh really 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 anxious when Maisie was here Mm. and like do you remember that so good at hiding it no I I was like being really dramatic that day really it was the night I think it was the day before I just stuttered so dramatically that was (laughs) fucking wild (laughs) (laughs) sounded like a DJ like a fax machine um i was being so dramatic that one day remember we were about to go out we went out and i wore cupid it was when me and Maisie were like walking on the street i took that cute picture of you guys we picked her up from the airport i remember that yeah it was that day i like got home and i like was so i disassociated for the first time in like years really yeah i i just i disassociated like for the first few days of us going out every night. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I was fine. Like I was okay. Well, I think maybe it's because you've already done that and you've gotten on the other s- you're you're on the other side of that being new. So you're like okay, and you know why you're feeling that too because right. it's like this recent thing that's happened. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, well, obviously this is from that." So I think you were like calm about it. There wasn't like panic happening, mm-hmm. but like your body was responding, being like, "This is different." Yeah, and I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, I think you were maybe just like holding a lot of tension in your body. Yeah, I think because also like my initial reaction was like distract, distract, distract. Yeah, which honestly like i will say helped so much that's what i've heard like it really does like not saying like you still need to come to terms with it obviously i but our best friend was here and like it was halloween and it was just honestly like the perfect timing because it was we had so much to do and that's like the best thing to do and i think i only like had a little panic like once when i when we got out of all of that i was like oh my god i'm like alone and like being alone is also something that just like freaks me out so but i've been good ever since like my anxiety i i like feel like a weight just like lifted that's great just like 
being just like being able to be alone because like that's always that's always just like terrified me mm-hmm. and gave me so much anxiety and i realized like yeah i can totally i can totally be alone and yeah. like be okay i think it's really important to like be able to be alone yeah it's a great feeling it's great i'm happy for you thanks yay <laughs> um i mean yeah bottom line if you're struggling like it's not weird (laughs) like a lot of people are going through something similar or maybe worse or maybe a little easier who knows but like it's all normal and it's like it's so the only thing that's in our control is to be able to accept it and I think that's a huge first step and talking about it and Mm. finding someone you trust and just like being like hey can you help me work through something real quick um obviously sometimes it's a turn off when people like trauma dump on you (laughs) but like I think approaching someone you genuinely trust and know like loves has love for you and being like could you help me work through something real quick yeah then they'll be able to be like of course and they can give you that space Mm -hmm. so maybe try that (laughs) that was sweet i need to do that (laughs) (laughs) he gives me advice every day i swear (laughs) um is there anything else you wanted to talk about i feel like i rambled i'm so sorry i talked for a really long time i feel like i covered a lot of my past anxiety and Mm -hmm. how to work through it meditating was huge for me yeah through therapy like never thought it would be but then i like downloaded this app that like helped me and the whole point is just to, like, watch your thoughts pass by right. and, like, not become them. Because they really aren't, like, they aren't you until you make it you, you know? So just kind of watching them, taking your power back by just, like, letting your thoughts float off and not become you is, like, super helpful. Yeah. And journaling. Journaling. Journaling's huge. I need to get into journaling. You should. You really should, especially after, like, a breakup. Yeah. I feel like that would be really helpful. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Love you. It's all it's all for the best. Yeah. Right? Like, it, is, it is. It is. Because on the other side of it all, you're going to be old and wiser. And I don't know. I feel like going through hard shit is, like, that initial breakthrough to, like, having a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, I learned so much about myself right? already. Like, being in such depths of darkness has given me so much motivation to like find, like make my life so healthy and stable and good. Yeah. And it's like my main driver, and I'm thankful for that, like truly. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're so weird. Please comment and tell us if you relate to us in any way (laughs) uh, because that would be awesome to hear (laughs) for us too yeah for us too but uh just know that like like austin said it's like it's okay to feel things and we're it's such an open conversation so feel free to like release anything you want in the comments and we would love to respond and 
and it's just yeah i just feel like just be open about it and yeah, it's I, okay i want our comments to be a safe space so like please if you um are comfortable sharing like feel free to just like share in the comments and if you see a comment maybe that strikes your interest or maybe you've been through something and you could provide like some kind words like chat with each other and like we're gonna be reading them all yeah and like i don't know i think it'd be amazing for us to all like create a really nice safe space yeah me too you know yeah i like a a little family a little fam i don't know (laughs) A little fam, little, little fam. That we created. <laughs> that we created. Our babies. Our babies, literally. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah. <laughs> I think we should wrap it I up. I think we should go. I think that's our cue. <laughs> um, we love you guys so much, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>